Hi, I'm Francis Campoy, and this is Just for Fuck. The Open Source Show. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to The Open Source Show. My name is Brandon Minnick. With me, we have a very special guest today. You've seen him talk about Go all around the world. You know him from his hit YouTube channel, Just for Funk. Frances Campoy, I'm new to Go. I've heard of it. I know it exists. It's the cool language. And I want to learn more. But first, I'm kind of curious, where did it come from? It seems like it exploded overnight in popularity. Six years ago, it was open source. And before that, it was a, a closed source, I guess, a project internally at Google. The whole idea was uh, rather than writing very big servers with big machines, many cores, many developers, all of that thing. So with Go, basically what they tried to do is, let's remove all of the fancy things and go down to the simplest possible tool that can do the job. And that result is Go, really. I used to write C++, and I assumed that in order to write powerful things, you need a powerful language. And then when I started writing Go, I realized that that was actually pretty wrong. Because uh, at the end of the day, uh, if you have a simple tool that is effective, that works very well. And the good thing is that since the tool is so simple, it actually allows you to focus on the problem you are trying to solve rather than how you're solving it. So there's a lot of big projects like, yeah, Kubernetes. Kubernetes is far from being simple, right? But it uses Go. And the cool thing is that that allows people to come and have to understand the concepts of how Kubernetes works and like pods and services and all of these things, and not having to take that much time into understanding how that translates into Go. Go is simple to, to read. That's the whole point. I love it. Simple, yet powerful. Yeah. And so when we're talking about C++, I've written some code in C++. You have to do all this memory allocation, deallocation. There's pointers. It's crazy. Yep. So, <laughs> so how does Go manage that? powerfulness of C++, but still keep it simple. In C++, you need to do all of the things, right? In right. Go, uh, you're not allowed to do any of the things. That's way simpler. You have pointers, but you cannot delete them. Uh, there's a garbage collector that does all of the things. You don't decide whether something is allocated on the heap or on the stack. You don't decide. There's many of these things that, like, as the C++ programmer or like low-level programmer, you're like, how am I going to do anything with this? And then you just, you know, give up, <laughs> accept the way of Go, and you just start writing code. And it's, it's actually very effective, surprisingly. And at the end of the day, it's actually around the same performance as C++ on, what, uh, on the memory side of things. And uh, last but not least is the fact that all of this is still really fast. How did you get started working with Go? It sounds like it's been around for a bunch of years, and you've kind of become one of the de facto experts on it. I'd love yeah. to know how you got started. <laughs> I was writing C++. And I became a C++ expert uh, in some way. Uh, when I decided to do something new, ended up being at Google, writing C++. And after a year or so, I decided to do something new. And I discovered uh, developer relations uh, as the thing, which I love. And also, uh, since I did my, mar my, uh, my master's on compilers and uh, optimization, I decided it'd be fun to mer merge both of them. So I ended up doing developer relations for Go. My first job was to learn Go and re like go back with feedback about the experience. Looking at it through fresh eyes. Yeah, exactly. Always amazing. Is that where the YouTube channel Just for Funk came from? I decided to create uh, Just for Funk, which is a YouTube channel that I've been posting uh, videos regularly, regularly for like two years. And the whole thing started because I actually messed it up on stage once. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I apologized and I said. I am very sorry. Uh, I'm going to go back to the hotel, 
redo the whole demo and post this on YouTube. That was the first video ever, which is Go Tooling in Action. And that's like, I think it's like over 50,000 views. That's my most successful video so far. And yeah, it's because I failed. So, you know, failure is good. I'd love to see it. Uh, let's go. Let's go watch it. Let's go. So I've shown one way of accessing the documentation for the current package, which is right here, doc. And you can do the same thing for thumped and see the documentation for that thumb package. But there's better ways to do it than that. Uh, my favorite one is go doc. So if you do go doc of this package, you will get the same message. If you do go doc of thumped, you get much more than that. You will get actually the full documentation, which is pretty big, <laughs> with all the different functions that appear in thumped. What if I care about a specific function? I can do go doc thumped printf. And that will give me the documentation for that specific function. Another option is to run go doc, the binary, with dash HTTP and give it a port. Now, when you're running this, what you're doing is actually listening on port 6060. So when I visit it, you can see that the packages we can see are all the packages in my machine. Not only the packages in the standard library, that is cool but all the packages that I've ever downloaded. So for instance, we can find Gorilla and Gorilla Max, which is something that I, I regularly use, which means that I have access to all of this documentation, even when I'm traveling around and I'm in an airplane without connectivity. So that was uh, Go Tooling in Action, which is the video that started everything. And actually, not only became a video, but also a workshop. So you can find the link to the video, but also the link to the workshop with all the material that you can do online by yourself down here. And where can our viewers go to get started? So somebody interested in learning Go, where do we go? Now, so Just for Funk is a place where you should go, but uh, goland.org is the homepage of Go. Uh, so that's where you're going to find all of the things. Uh, there's a tour, which is super useful. I recommend trying it. You don't necessarily need to do the whole thing the first day. Don't worry about that, but definitely have a try at that. There's also a bunch of Online resources, uh, the best place to find them probably is going to be on the Gophers Slack. So gophers.slack.com. There's a lot of people in there. Most of them are nice. There's a <laughs> newbies channel. You can go there and ask questions. No one will judge you if you have questions that are really basic. That's the whole objective of the channel anyway. So uh, yeah, and also Twitter on golang.org. So uh, at golang uh, is a nice place to see when there's new, new releases, new talks, and things like this. We have the links below in the show notes, so check those out. Make sure to go to opensource.microsoft.com to learn more about all the cool stuff we're working on. And tap that subscribe button to stay tuned for the next episode. My name is Brandon Minnick. And I'm Francesca Campoy. Thanks for watching. <laughs>